if you, for example, go on YouTube, you are most likely after three clicks down to find uh, Russia Today materials or to find, you know, highly controversial videos, even just by putting a benign name like Jean-Claude Juncker or whatever. So it is indeed an issue. And I think first is to under better understand how YouTube basically classify and categorize content. Uh, I understand that RT is one of the biggest providers of content, of news content for YouTube. So I think here the platform owner has, I think, a better work to do in being transparent about the algorithm that generates certain links uh, and certain hierarchy in those links. That's the first point. On fake videos, I think the real concern coming forward is not just fake videos like we mean it, but what we call deep fake, which are really synthetic algorithm generated videos where it is increasingly hard to see from the authentic to the fake one. Uh, this is the next frontier in uh, disinformation. And this is something all of us have to be aware and have to be better equipped at dealing. And to finish, one thing we are doing, we being the Transatlantic Commission on Election Integrity, we are trying to develop an app a kind of filter in order for you to scan and to identify fake videos, be it on your desktop or on your phone. So hopefully in a couple of years, you will be able, or before a couple of years, you will be able to scan whatever you get from YouTube or from your friends on WhatsApp to know if it's uh, indeed an authentic or if it's a synthetic video. So you think it's going to take you another sort of year or two to be able to kind of finalize the filter? Well, based on the work we have started doing with a, a London-based firm called uh, Faculty, it's going to take us, in the best case scenario, a year to develop a tool that is intuitive enough to be used by civil society and the public. Mm -hmm. There are already tools existing, but they are fairly complex, and they're only mostly for academics or professionals, and they are not um, foolproof. So we really want to have something that is easy to use and that kind of give you, I would say, a very high success rate to okay. uh, filter any deep fake videos. Will it be able to kind of keep up with the same rate of development as is happening kind of on the other side with the deep fake technology? That's the whole point, is okay. the deep fake technology is somehow evolving faster than our tools to control it or prevent it. So that's why we are putting, you know, brain and money uh, coming from civil society to really try to develop something again that will not be a commercial tool. It will be a non-for-profit tool available to all of you. Oh, sounds excellent. Okay, thank you. Could fake videos ever influence an election or start a war? I would say there are two points in your question. One is about the effect of uh, disinformation on elections. And the second is what can we do about it? On the effect, I think there's a big academic debate about whether it has a direct effect, whether it got, for example, Donald Trump elected or not. But what is clear is that it disrupts, it creates doubt, it creates confusion in our public debate. It injects highly controversial, polarizing news or, or issues. And that's what we saw during the Italian elections, where, you know, Russia uh, was involved in the social media campaign, but not necessarily, you know, pushing a specific candidate, but more pushing an agenda which was mostly anti-immigration. So it was just pushing something that was already there, but making it ver even more important. And I think that's the first effect is that it amplifies, the, the, I would say, the more controversial 
difficult sides of our public debate. That's one thing on effect. On what to do about it, I think what we all need to do is to have a much greater awareness about what we receive in our inbox, in our WhatsApp groups, and what we see on our you know, Facebook page and, and Twitter accounts. Uh, so I think the, the, the real defensive system starts with every citizen being aware of what they deal with. So my position is not about we should take you know, fake news down or highly controversial news down. Not all of them, at least, because it gets controversial. I think what should be done to all of them is to disclose who is the producer, the originators of the fake news or the news, and for what purpose has it been done. So that's why we are calling the Transatlantic Commission through our pledge for election integrity, all political parties and candidates for the European elections to disclose that they are behind certain political advertisements, to disclose when they are using trolls or automatic accounts, so that when you receive a message from someone, you know that this is coming from that someone and not just from an, a front organization or front candidate. So I think it's about transparency as the first step to defend and to basically uh, develop a kind of critical mind and, and filter what we get in our inbox. If, if that's the ultimate test to believe what you see, then there are many things you will not be able to, to even want to be interested in, like, you know, an event that is happening at the other side of the world. And I think that so that's a very kind of uh, limited uh, way to test uh, the, the relevance of uh, news items. Uh, I think what you need to do is what I was mentioning in my previous answer is at least have all the elements to be able to decide whether this is a quality news or opinion or whether this is a more controversial and, and potentially inauthentic news or opinion. That's the, the first step towards, I think, defending our, our citizens and our society against, I would say, more toxic news. So just just be open and clear. And if, if you feel that the news provider, either the mainstream news or a news platform, is not clear and transparent enough about who has written what and why have they written that piece, then I think as a citizen and as a consumer of news, you should ask for that because I think this is your right. And, and I think this will really greatly help people to exert more critical mind when they receive, again, uh, news in their inbox or on their WhatsApp group.